time. Ooh, you ooh, you sound like my buddy Mays. <laughs> hey, but you know, um, last week uh, Memorial Day, there was an event that was put on uh, a, a Chicago Memorial Rally over by Buckingham Fountain. And if you watched the media coverage afterwards, all you saw was, oh, the Chicago police shut down the uh, event. Yeah, I had people that were there. My good friend Vernon Jones was there. State Representative Darren Bailey was there. A couple other people was there. Carol Davis was there. And the message I got from them was, uh, nah, it was still... Nobody, they, they, they gave them a little, you know, issues in the beginning. But they were able to start and finish the event. And joining us by phone is the the uh, individual that put this on, Anthony Del Medico, who's from East Square. Anthony, welcome back to Black and Right. You got to really tell me what. Come here and make and set the record straight. What happened in Chicago and Buckingham Fountain? Yeah, thanks for having me back. Uh, the, re- the rally went as planned. Everything went well. In the very beginning, uh, the commander of the event did force the crew to take down uh, our PA system. We had a really good PA system speaker set up. That was actually approved by him, which is really odd. Three days before, I went over it with him specifically. It was the same setup that was at uh, Thompson Center for the other protests. The same guy in the same setup. Uh-huh. He agreed to it, and then he was taking some heat from the mayor, apparently. This is what he said. And he forced an hour before to take it down. Now, that forced 500 veterans and citizens and politicians, elected politicians of both parties, by the way, to not practice social distance because now they had a crowd in. We had to rush, run to Walmart, get a handheld mic, you know, an hour away <laughs> that was very, very hard to hear. So uh, they had a people had a crowd in. You know, one of the things the mayor said was we were not practicing social distancing. Well, she forced us to her order by turning down our ability to speak to have to crowd in to hear the speaker speak. And so other than that, the event went well. Uh, we actually were supposed to end at 2. We actually went until uh, close to 3 p.m. Uh, the police did uh, line up uh, horses and bikes in kind of an intimidating fashion, like you see, you know, 100 yards away. But they never moved in. Now, the commander came in at, at 2.15, and he asked me to, you know, he asked me to try to wind it down. He looked very frantic. I could tell he was taking some heat from higher up and even mentioned that. And uh, wow. um, I, he didn't want to violate our constitutional rights, but he was fighting two forces here. They have a real, real tough situation because they, they sworn oath to the Constitution, but they're also having to follow unconstitutional uh, city degrees and state orders. It's a, it's a tough situation to be in for police. Yeah, it is. Well, I have a question for you. So um, on May 7th, uh, God took my grandmother home. She passed away from the coronavirus. Um, I am here on the west side of Chicago, and I am watching grandmothers, grandfathers, mothers, fathers, aunties, uncles, cousins, sisters, brothers pass away from this virus. And so when mm-hmm. I see my conservatives holding rallies to reopen Illinois, and I look around and I see my neighbors passing of a virus that uh, we're trying to stop, that becomes a little difficult for me to reconcile. So my question for you is, um, are you guys thinking about us at all? Like, I know that the businesses need yeah, to reopen, yep, but black Chicago's yep. being decimated. Yep, absolutely. Uh, my mom beat, beat cancer last year. She's self-quarantined at home in Florida. My sister drops food off to her, visits her in the backyard. I totally get it. I think that the 1% that are adversely affected by the virus should absolutely get Money's attention, time, resources dedicated to them to self-quarantine. But the 99% of healthy Americans that aren't adversely affected have to be able to 
uh, runs, run, you know, go to work, provide for their families, not shut down America, yeah. and, and exercise the most basic freedoms uh, uh, that the constitutional rights gives us, which is freedom of speech, right to assembly, freedom of religion, and something like on Memorial Day where you want to honor or pay tribute to the soldiers. I mean, those, if those kind of things go away, um, then we're going to have much bigger macroeconomic issues, uh, much greater than the virus itself. And, and that was one of the things, I mean, that you guys had, you know, told people that were coming up, you know, um, please con- um, social distance, please wear masks and things of that nature. Um, yeah. Uh, because I, I, I got the information from Gianna. Um, so, I mean, it's a little hard. Yeah, it was a little hard to press social distance when they took our PA system. Buckingham Hound is a huge area. Yeah. Everybody could have stood six feet away and needed to sat in the shade. But unfortunately, when we got denied our rights to the, the PA system, which, by the way, we were verbally approved to have, Correct. and then an hour before our event was taken down, we had, we were forced into a, into a situation where we had a crowd much closer. And that, and that was no decision of ours. That was a decision of um, the pol- politics there in uh, Chicago. Well, good. So so, so I, I know, I know you, you and I have talked, and Gianna have talked. I know where your heart is today. Your heart is in Minnesota. That's where you're from. Uh, what's the new? Are you headed to Minnesota? Or are you there now? And what's going on? Yeah, there, I have. Uh, yep. I grew up in Minneapolis, went to school, University of Minnesota. I, mean, I spent 20 years right there. You know, I know that whole area very well. I got, you know, I got friends in the emergency room right now. Um, wow. It's very interesting thing, when, you know, the way that thing went down. It, uh, you know, I got I have one friend that was shot with a grenade launcher, a tear gas canister in the face. Wow. Friend of mine, Dave Liberté, who who was you know riding by his bike by by the protesters, wasn't even a protester, and the uh, the police officers in that third precinct. I'll just be honest. There's a, there's a history of excessive force by those police officers yeah. in the third precinct. Mm-hmm. Um, that situation, uh, you know, the guy, the, the man that was murdered, uh-huh. you know, he's got all kinds of constitutional rights violated: illegal search and seizure, excessive force, cruel and unusual punishment. I mean, there's a whole constitutional story right there. Uh, in addition to the murder itself, you know that's been, that's been going on, you know, for quite a while. There's a pattern of that, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, to some extent. But there's a the bigger the, there's two big issues here in Minneapolis. You have, again, you have a, a city and state lockdown. So you have citizens and, and people that haven't been able to work, shut up at home, angry, um, not be able to work, provide you know, in some cases, provide for their families. Now you have this situation where a man's murdered by a rogue cop. In which case his uh, constitutional rights get violated, and those two things resulted in a powder keg in Minneapolis. Yeah, uh, of of what erupted there, and it's a powder keg. What now? What you're seeing going on? So you have two two major issues, I, I believe, is, is the unconstitutional lock in American general, and now another constitutional issue uh, of a minority group that's you know has, has a history of of excessive force in some cases, in this case murder, and, and those two things just collided. You're seeing the eruption of two things happening uh, simultaneously right now. Exactly. Hey, Anthony, so, so there, was a, there, was a, uh, there was a black guy that uh, was a business owner, and um, what, when I heard the, the audio from it, it kind of broke my heart. And I want, I want you and Patricia to listen to this, and I want you guys to give me your feedback on this. Here he goes. Today we found core boy Bala, who invested his life savings into opening this sports bar, cleaning up. While our camera was there, looters came back to try to steal his safe. Right, trying to steal the safe. I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to work so hard to get you. So hard. Now, Anthony, you, 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 you started a small business. You, you've helped so many small businesses. And this is somebody that's from your hometown. What are your thoughts about that clip? Well, anybody, look, anybody protests, you protest peacefully. Um, the, the rioting, the burning, all that. And, and really, when, you're, when it starts to roll over to American citizens and 
I got I got family there. You know, people are worried about their safety now. Uh, we, you're talking about, you know, one thing to protest in front of a police station. It's another thing to start burning down buildings around and small business owners are affected. It's, it's unacceptable. It's absolutely unacceptable. Well, I think uh, I think it's really sad that he lost his business and all of the hard work that went into it. But I also know that he has insurance. Yeah. And so he's going to come back bigger and better because this is America and we always win. So I think that we should give him and all those business owners the support that they need, but just know that they have the insurance to replace everything that needs to be replaced. And he'll be okay. He'll be okay. But we need to talk about the fact, again, that this was domestic terrorism and not looting. But we'll get to that. Right. So, Anthony, we we got 40 seconds left. What's going on with Unconstitutional? Where can people follow Unconstitutional? When will it be released? And... uh, I think yeah, we're important. expecting an early fall release uh, on constitutional to American story. It's not a political story. We talked about that last time. So we're covering, uh, you know, one of the things we're going to cover there is, is the, the man that was murdered obviously has a, a constitutional rights violated, many of them. And there's a history of that. Just like our constitutional rights were violated when we try to express uh, freedom of speech and rights of assembly there in, in Memorial Park. There's a pattern and there's a, there's a fabric here going around the country, and, and it's really exploded in the last few months. Constitutional rights been violated for now 333 American, wow. 333 million American citizens, and that's what this documentary is all about. All right, there you go, Anthony Del Medico. Thanks so much for joining Black and Right. Um, we got to get you back here again when everything opens up. You're listening to Black and Right. We'll be right back.